Good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, we've got some, I suppose, important um, observations to make. Um, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. And in terms of um, a, a quick introduction, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Uh, this is proving really quite challenging for us right now um, because we, we do look to trade some of the most liquid um, volume driven markets in the world and we do so to see where the the flow of capital is 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 moving to um what are people doing with a capital where are they putting it um is it moving into a risk on or a risk off um uh, are, are these markets uh, is there an appetite for risk or is there an is there not an appetite for risk all of these things they set up a series of other questions and considerations and uh I'm going to explain hopefully in just a second the problem we've got with these markets right now and they are sort of very annoying markets to trade um so let's and there is a distinct kind of lack of clarity i know we've been talking about it for a few weeks um but this thing has been going on for quite a few weeks um you might be familiar with the sort of the market narrative in, in march which was um there was a lot of sort of negative uh sentiment but really quite positive price action this month is slightly different. There's lower volumes in this month. That's the first observation. Um, and there's a distinct lack of clarity in terms of um, whether there's an appetite for risk or not. Uh, and whether, um, so as a result, what we're seeing is uh, very kind of choppy up and down market conditions. So I'm going to explain a little bit more, more detail. But determining which markets to trade are obviously is going to be an important feature. Um, entries. Where do we then enter and exit these markets? Uh, how do we manage risk, hopefully, to a, um, prior to entry? Um, working out how much capital you commit to the trade. Right now, um, we've got really strong focus on risk management uh, to the extent that we are reducing our trade frequency to begin with uh, because they're so choppy and so erratic. And also, we are trading much lower trade size than we normally trade. So we are taking measures to mitigate these market conditions, but you know it doesn't make it any easier to trade. And then how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? So trade management, we're not getting, we, 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 we are getting some moves. Um, we're in a few trades, we've been in a few trades so far this week. I mean, very tentative trades. And on a few occasions, we've kind of got close to potentially booking in profit, but not quite. And before many of those trades, you know, reversed, really quite aggressively and they do so in a very short period of time as well and trading psychology this is important as well right now we are um you know it's quite a frustrating environment and we've got to be careful that we don't allow that to take over and we don't start doubling down and being really aggressive and throwing lots of trades at you know at these markets um it's important to keep calm we, we always talk about keep calm whether we're in a a, a strong winning phase or whether we're in a, a losing phase like we currently are now in terms of uh, certainly most of the trades we got into this week are all kind of losing trades, but we're taking very few trades and we are reducing down our trade size. So our overall exposure this week is not, is not particularly um, 
not particularly significant. So it's just worth um, really sort of driving home that these, the way that these markets are behaving and they can make you, uh, they can force you into making perhaps decisions that you wouldn't ordinarily make. And it's just important to be, just be mindful of uh, market psychology right now. Um, so we address all of these cons com uh, considerations live every day in our trade rooms, as you know, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. We are not going to chop and change our trading approach just because these markets are very kind of range bound and, and non-productive right now. We're going to stick to what we do. And uh, we've been through phases like this before. We we'll go through phases like this again. Um, be accurate with the levels you use. We're, we're, we're desperately trying to be quite accurate, but it is quite tough, tough in very, um, like I said, choppy and, and quite erratic markets right now. Uh, disciplined with our capital, very, very important. We are reducing down that trade size just to drive that home, uh, which means we're not we're not taking the same portion of risk with our trading right now. Until we get out of this little phase, um, we are very tentative and we're, we're dipping our toe in these trades just to see, you know, will they start yielding? Um, will we start seeing a, uh, a narrative and a direction uh, from these markets and if so we can add to those trades and then we can increase trade size but not right now and being patient as well we're having to wait quite a lot for a trade uh, at the moment as well so just a challenging difficult market condition right now um, uh, so let's start with this uh, potential market moving news it is important to trade or to know how to trade periods like this <coughs> Because especially with central banks distorting markets the way that they've done since COVID, um, this is probably going to be a, a condition that will be a little bit more frequent, we would assume. Um, okay, so so today now is Thursday. Um, I suppose what's important from the, U UK, um, the UK is concerned is that people's wages are rising, but also inflation is rising above expectation as well. So look at this figure yesterday, uh, expecting sort of 9.8 and we saw a 10.1 so you know sizable uptick there inflation across the uh, New Zealand economy is is coming down below expectations so some economies are, are you know they're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel as far as inflation other economies like the UK not so much and this will have a, an impact on whether their cent relative central banks actually continue to raise rates or whether like the US where probably reaching um, the, the relative highs for rate hikes, but with one more, more rate hike potentially in the pipeline now uh, in early May. Okay, so um, unemployment claims today to keep an eye out for. Um, really fed manufacturing, see if that's worsening. Not an awful lot, as you can see. And tomorrow's really all about uh, services PMI and and, uh, and manufacturing PMI numbers as well uh, across the Eurozone, across the UK, and also across the, uh, the US economy. So from an economic perspective, um, some important services and, and manufacturing data tomorrow. These uh, central banks keep saying they're going to be, uh, they're going to be data dependent. Let's see how data dependent they're actually going to be the question is of course which data will they 
choose to focus on. And that in itself can be sort of quite up and down. Okay, um, first thing to look at is just the S&P. Um, I just want to make this observation if I get my pen up. Here we go. Right, the first thing to do is, this is one of the reasons why we're having such major problems with these markets, is that since, uh, I mean, there was another sort of sideways moving pattern, but since the 13th, um, this market has pretty much been moving in kind of this, this little sideways pattern. Um, it, it kind of, we, we want to determine these market conditions. So we want to see, is there an appetite for a, a buy trade? In which case we'll gladly look to buy it. But this market has also given us opportunities to start selling. And each time you just get that, that reversal, you get that breakout and then you get that reversal. And as you can see, it only lasts for, you know, a few hours. It's not very long. And then within that, we're seeing a series of kind of structural failures trades to the upside and to the downside. So let me show you the structural failures. And this is a market which allow us to determine um, whether um, uh, whether there's an appetite for risk or not. So it's quite an important market really to, to feature. I just want to share sort of the structural failure trade. So we, we, we get a structural failure trade to the upside, then that subsequently reverses. So you end up getting blown out of that one. Um, we had this market moving sideways and there's arguments to support a sell trade. And then you get a structural failure trade to the upside uh, and you get further progress. So you get another structural failure trade to the upside, which then fails. So that structural failure trade to the upside fails. And then you get a pullback and then you get another structural failure trade to the downside. And guess what? That subsequently reverses as well and creates, and creates higher highs and higher lows. And now we're in this little phase again, we're back into this little zone and our, our bias would be to the downside. Do we have any confidence in that trade? Not really. Do we have any confidence that this trade will make a structural failure trade to the upside and that will stick? Not really. So we're just constantly being kind of pushed around. And the reason why this, this market is quite important is because it determines whether there's an appetite for risk or not. So there's your, there's your range from 41.60 pretty much to let's say 41.20 it's a 40 point range you know we average probably a, a 20 30 point pip so we'd be looking for you know 50 60 70 pip move uh, across this market and we're just not getting it so you know the few trades we've taken in these us industry markets um are really difficult to kind of convert and as a result, we've got a backdrop, which is confusing because is there an appetite for risk or not? There isn't really, and volume levels are really quite low as well. That's the other thing to take on board. So you've got these long periods of, this is the NASDAQ, no, this is the Dow Jones, sorry. You've got long periods of 
um, sideways moving patterns followed by just one day of purposeful trading and, and over a few hours as well. So really tough, challenging conditions, uh, the, the NASDAQ as well. Um, very similar kind of narrative. It's pure indecision. There is a lack of desire for, for risk across these markets. We're still in the, uh, the, the FTSE to the downside, just purely more so on a corrective, on a corrective basis. There's a lot of resistance above these highs. Yesterday, things were looking really quite bearish at one point, and then that turned around on a dime. Um, you know, which we said before we get into it, you know, there's reasons why we're not taking three, four, five, six trades, you know, when we get those opportunities, because the opportunities do come around. We're just very reluctant to, to pull the trigger, you know, across the board. Um, making sort of very grinding price action to the upside uh, across the, the DAX. Um, you know, you've got the Nikkei trading inside this really, really long-term range. This is a daily time frame. Um, and that's what you can make decisions within really kind of poor quality price action, just sort of around the sort of middle zone, uh, up at these higher levels for now. So will we get another breakout to the upside, you know, expecting further upside Well, that's failed before. So you want to be just mindful that, um, you know, technical traders, they, they, they do need to, um, take on board, you know, the price action, which has come before it. Uh, and Bitcoin as well, we're now back below 30,000, um, a distinct lack of clarity commodities. So we did get that, that move to the downside. And, um, we said if we were, we said if we were getting a little move, a bit of a corrective move, we'd get some, uh, an opportunity below the 7850, uh, oil. 78.50 so we'll have a look at that trade we prefer to be buying oil that's the problem um gold really choppy weeks trading distinct lack of clarity same last week same the week before um and then we had a couple of days of positive price action and then we drifted back into this up and down type price action so really frustrated markets at the minute guys which is really why we are adopting the risk management approach that we're adopting right now. So again, this week, just very much up and down. Our bias would be probably to the upside for a bit of dollar weakness, but it's just giving us buying signals one minute, selling signals the next. We had to stay out of the dollar. Well, we didn't have to, but we chose to stay out of the dollar yesterday. Uh, lucky we did because it was again, really quite a choppy market. Um, dollar weakness followed by a bit of dollar strength, then followed by some more dollar weakness. So you're just kind of up and down. Um, so yeah, quite annoying. Perhaps there's a potential for a little bit of dollar weakness today. Dollar strength yesterday in the CAD in the end following um, the weakness in, in the oil markets. The Aussie dollar, very indecisive, lack of clarity. Same situation for New Zealand dollar. Do we have any any interest in the euro pound? Not really. It's just poor quality. So the, the trade that saw, um, you know, a bit of a move yesterday and 
largely occurred during the Asian session. We started to see most of this upside uh, occur. Didn't make that much progress over the course of yesterday afternoon. So we're going to call it as it is. It's um, There's the potential for a bit of a, another sell trade, but we were in that sell trade yesterday and, and it kind of reversed. And uh, I suppose we could look at kind of momentum highs in terms of selling opportunities. Um, I'll buy it to the downside. It's just a poor quality trade now because we, we've been in this little choppy, choppy situation uh, for a few days. Okay, so we're going to call it as it is. Um, it, it is, again, it's the continuation really of this choppy, um, very mixed market condition. There's a distinct lack of clarity. You know, which narrative do you want to try and focus on? It's, it's unclear. It's quite difficult. And uh, there's a distinct environment of low volume trading conditions. So you, you're, you're prone to a little bit of these sort of market swings. Potential US NC weakness, uh, potential dollar strength. We're going to. Seventy-eight fifty. So we might look at U.S. oil strength. Okay, so so do take note of this market summary or market backdrop. We we are trading mixed mixed markets. There's mixed signals across the market fundamentals, across sentiment, and also across the technicals as well. We've got choppy price action, and we've got this low volume market condition. So all of those things make us um, reduce our trade frequency and reduce our trade size. But we can look at a, a US oil sell trade. It's kind of a standalone trade below the 78.50. And the other thing to just be mindful is right now we're looking at limited high quality trade setups currently. Um, um, limited high probability. So limited high probability trade setups currently. All right, guys, I'm going to post that into the chat box and let's switch rooms. Um, we'll switch over to our live trade room now. I'll just post that information there into the chat box for you. Um, we've got to trade what we see and and with our analysis, we, we kind of need to take it on board, you know. And again, this this leads into these sort of narratives. You know, we, we kind of flip flop and, and a lot of the news channels, they flip flop really quite easily, um, you know. Markets are, are bearish due to um, recessionary fears, for example, or um, you know, sticky inflation, or, or, or more rate hikes, you know, penciled in, and they'll keep flipping and flopping, um, you know, from risk on to risk off, indices up, indices down, uh, dollar up, dollar down, and we're not getting any further clarity. Bond yields um, were pushing higher yesterday; they're beginning to soften a little bit now again today. 
Um, we do like the commodities potentially lower for now, but how long will that last for? And, and it's th these narratives, we just need a little bit of more clarity really on these narratives, which we don't have right now. So this is a good example in terms of, I suppose, the steps you can take to kind of mitigate these market conditions, which are pretty, pretty awful to trade. And they have been since early April. Okay, so on that note, guys, thanks so much uh, for joining us. We do trade these markets fully live and interactive from 8 a.m. every morning and again at 12.45 p.m. UK time. For more information, just go to livetradingroom.com uh, and uh, you can connect with us there through our, our chat function. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. We look forward to seeing you uh, next time for everyone here. Bye for now.